0: Oh, let's begin the program. Living in Las Vegas starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome from Las Vegas, Nevada that groovy little podcast that gives you a true first-person look into what it's like to call Sin City your home, The Living in Las Vegas yeah, here we go. Oh, <laughs> 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 Now your host.
1: <laughs> now everything's low. You so really need some wow. kind
0: of introduction, otherwise you wouldn't know who he was. Oh, man, that was loud. Mr. Scott...
2: Do you need me to talk into your good ear now? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Living in Las Vegas podcast. Here on the Here Biggest Video Network. There we go. We just need to jumpstart a
0: little oh, bit there. Oh, man, that was fantastic. So we're, we're both listening to the, the opening music, and we're like, you know, it's kind of quiet, so we slightly turn it up, and then I hit the gunshot, and we're like, God damn. <laughs> so uh, uh, our hearing's pretty good. Anyways, congratulations, because you're watching the longest-running podcast. You might be listening as well. The longest-running podcast about Vegas that actually originates from... Plus Vegas. That's right, which means that we're not only going to cover what it's like to live here. Nope. We're going to talk about our adventures on The Strip, downtown Fremont Street... I got some video on my phone of some pretty crazy shit that happened on Fremont Street last Saturday um, and other cool places here in the Valley as well. And by the way, if you're a visitor or a tourist or maybe you're even thinking of moving to our fair city, well, guess what? Our show's like your own secret handshake to all things cool and groovy and happening here in this town. Our free show is available on the first and third Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. Pacific time at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, VegasVideoNetwork.com. We would invite you to do what apparently Britney Spears would like you to do, which is do you want to come on over? Of course, you want to come over and when, play with us, right? I mean, We're a fun bunch of comics. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's, Holy commotion.
2: There's no air conditioning, right? and the headphones I have, are I from 1984. are trying to
0: help me. Uh, it's right? a utopia. You're wearing pants for the first time. It's been a fantastic show so far. And by the way, if you come and watch the live show, you get to be a part of the fun. Really, Scott? Yep, look at that. There's some live chatters right this moment, right there, in the live chat, being a part of the show, getting in the show, having some fun, so much fun that some of these people show up an hour before the big show even gets started, just so that they can talk about each other and how much a little girl Wayne and Nick is. By the way, they're from all over the place. Where might they be from, my friend Wayne?
2: Oh, hopefully places with air conditioning (laughs) that include, uh, I'm sure they've got air conditioning in Las Vegas. Henderson, I know we have it. It's on my house right now. Probably not. Uh, Hey, where else? Nebraska, America's heartland, that wheat blows and... (sighs) Gets a nice breeze going, unlike, you know, with your doors and windows closed. Uh, Arkansas, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. MAS. Uh, S-A-C-H-U-S-E-T-T-S Very well done. California, sure. Michigan, yep. Oregon, huh. Iowa. Yep. Texas. Yeah. Illinois. Illinois. Florida. Oregon. <laughs> and I know they've got air conditioning and cooler temperatures up in Canada. They surely do because it's uh, it's cold. Right. They, they enjoy ice hockey. The
0: other cool thing about watching us live is that we actually start streaming before we start recording, so you get to see some of the pre-show preparation. Oh, the things For we example. talked about. Oh, you should have heard what we talked about before we started the recording. Fantastic information. Mm-hmm. But then you get to hear you and Nick complain about how hot it is, And I'm going so hot. But then the other best part is this. Once the show is done recording, mm-hmm. then we go into Vivian 2.0. Oh, yeah. A little yes. bit after dark. Sometimes oh, we hold yeah. back a little bit. You get stuff like this. Now, this makes the kids cry. <laughs> We're not really allowed to do that anymore. But nonetheless, no. this no, is okay. the kind of things that you'll see if you're here in the live show watching us live and having a good time as we all like to do hey i'm your host scott whitney konnichiwa buenas noches how you doing hot stuff i am the founder of the vegas video network so on behalf of all the people who are on the network thank you and on behalf of this show thanks for watching and putting up with this these two girls who two girls well one of them i'm not going to show you because it's just not the right thing to do but this one i'll show you hey look at that it's pippin wayne
2: hey bonjour aloha on behalf of myself you're welcome
0: uh, okay, what's the over-under, my friend?
2: Oh, wow. Well, uh, how long can somebody go before they pass out due to heat exhaustion? <laughs> For you? Is it? Is it five minutes. Uh, okay, then we'll go uh, 45. <clears throat>
0: 45 minutes it is. Okay. Uh, hey, i got to check real fast and just see. Hold on. Let's do a little live. Oh, my live check's not really showing all the things I wanted to show. Oh, you pain in my ass. All right, doesn't matter. All right, mm-hmm. let's begin the show. Wayne, my name's Wayne. I'm supposed to, what, pan the ass? Yeah. <laughs> all right today's topic oh that's you kind of have like a golden tiki thing oh i'm doing a hadam tomorrow are you would you like to join us is
2: it a golden tiki
0: it is uh i think so stephen riley finch oh
2: three names so does he get two drinks because he has three names he gets
0: one drink I thought we've established that. Oh, okay. I just thought he had three names. Yeah, yeah, no. if you. I thought maybe... Somebody with three names should be buying me a drink, don't you think? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Point taken, Mr. Whitney. That's true. Let's keep that in mind tomorrow when we guilt him into buying us drinks.
2: (laughs) I'm down for that. I'm down for the guilting.
0: (laughs) Okay, fantastic. Hey, today's topic, facts and myths about the Las Vegas economy. Now, I touched upon a piece of this about five episodes ago when we talked about what the uh, median income here was. Oh, that was more than five episodes. I think it was five. Okay. It was about two years ago because it was <laughs> a lot more length between wow. episodes, but yeah. about five episodes.
2: First and third, Tuesday, There you hey hey
0: On uh, May 24th of this here year, live stream Las Vegas, we shot and broadcast uh, La- the Las Vegas Global Economic Alliance's las vegas perspective event which is a GX. fascinating event mm-hmm. talks about all kinds of things with regards to southern nevada specifically they talked a little bit about the medical world there's a big push here in southern nevada to bring more medicine more doctors here there's three uh, medical schools that are coming online here uh, which is supposed to be helpful for those of us who don't want to be sick <laughs> uh the president- virus, what? yeah right, right yeah that stuff is bad news by the way that stuff will make you cry like a girl <laughs> <laughs> you cry because the top i cry when i puke and shit at the very same time <laughs> the guy who runs the american gaming uh, association spoke about gambling jeff Freeman. uh yes as a matter mm-hmm. of fact and a f- jeff with a g yeah i don't G-off. know if those people can be trusted G-off. but uh, right there was a guy who named that in high school didn't not care to be for him. trusted didn't care mm-hmm. for him. see what i said didn't care for him True story though. We uh, actually, this will be an after the show story because it's about me pissing my pants. Mm. Um, <laughs> there is a guy who had a fascinating take on the economy. His name is Jeremy Aguero. He's a principal over at Applied Analysis. They're a financial uh, analysis company. Jeremy, in smart, smart guy. Say again. He's a very smart guy. Do
2: you know him? Uh, I don't. But he was the one that recommended the uh, uh, Las Vegas build the stadium to. To bring Raiders.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, now we're just going to end the show because I have a whole bunch of video clips of him and I didn't realize he was that guy. Oh, he's a genius. He's actually very good. Super smart. A a great presenter. And he did this presentation about Las Vegas. And... Uh, Clark County and what's happening here from a financial perspective. So I wanted to go through it because a lot of things he spoke about, people simply don't understand about what's happening in Vegas. So we're going to go through 10 different items that I found really cool, and I hope you do too. We're going to start off with an understanding of the population here in Las
1: Vegas. Population growth during sort of the boom period and then you see that it sort of flattens out a little bit and here we are again and today we are a community of 2.2 million people overall.
0: Now what I wanted to do is kinda talk about we've talked about how many people are here before uh, being 2.1 2.2 million what I wanted to talk about was what the makeup was You know, the different kinds of races here so um, I didn't I thought um, the first two were what they were. So whites, 43.4%. Hispanics, 31.1%. So in the live chat, tell you guys guess a little bit. Oh, shit, you can see it. <laughs> don't, look at the, don't look at the graph. God damn it. That would have been better if I had done it that way. All right. I guess I can't do that now. That takes all the fun out of it. Damn it. All right. Uh, so Asians, 9.8%. American Indians, 04 percent. Can you Native. put the
2: graphic back up? I
0: can, but uh eh, oh, okay. I, I guess I will. What the hell wants I mean, we you're reading the numbers. That, there yeah, we go. There we go. Uh, so Native Hawaiians. I was. I thought that might be a little higher. Yeah, clearly. They, Did they
2: not count people down on Fremont Street?
0: It's good to say because. Vegas is called the Ninth Island.
2: Right. You're telling me, Boyd, their whole casino marketing only attracts 0.7% well, of the are people population. People who actually live here.
0: Yeah, well, that's a good point. Um, and then others. So um, that was kind of in line with what I expected. No big surprises here. And this next one gives you some insight into who's moving to Las Vegas, where they're coming from. Where Smart are people.
1: newcomers coming from? There's no surprise here. If we want to think about it in terms of full circle,
0: so what they were saying here is that the vast majority of people
1: coming from, there's no surprise so right there,
0: are, quickly. Yeah, are coming from California, um, and part of the reason is because they have a lot of buying power. They're moving. They have equity in their homes. They come, and we, this is what we did. So we sold our house in, Las Vi- or in uh, California, that house that we sold there. Uh, the house that we bought in Las Vegas was 60% larger and 40% of the cost. Unbelievable when we made that move. And that's still happening now. So people moving into uh, to Clark County, 33% of people who come here are from California. And then Florida, Texas, Arizona, and Illinois. Is, uh, Illinois. And
2: really the whole Great Lakes region is representing there if you look at it.
0: Yeah, Gray, what's that? That's 1% uh, to 2.4%. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and it's not too surprising that the West folks are moving. But Florida uh, is the second biggest mover of folks. Hurricanes what, and
2: alligators. But what's I'd want to is escape that, that too.
0: But what's interesting is is the reason why a lot of people come here is to re, is to uh, retire. And I'm going to show you the media. Actually, the next the next thing we'll talk about median age here. But there are five five or six states that have no state income tax. Florida is one of them. Nevada is one of them. Uh, New Hampshire. Don't tread on me. Washington, I think. Um, So you want to stay warm. Florida makes sense. And uh, of course, Nevada makes sense. So I was a little surprised that Floridians were moving to uh, Las Vegas.
2: Like I said, hurricanes, alligators, and your house can just collapse on you. I mean, I'd want to move too. Sinkholes. Sinkholes.
0: When I I first moved here, um, well, actually, let me ask you. When you first moved here, did you have a an opinion of what you thought the median household income would be here?
2: No, I didn't really think about that. Um, when I moved here it was because I liked the area. Yeah. Um, I liked the vibe. I liked just the, the everything about it how it was new, how it was laid out and how just different it was from from where I was originally from in, in northeastern Ohio. So I just thought to myself, you know what? I did look up approximately what rental values were. Yeah. Um, and so I said okay, you know, I compared what I needed and there's actually a website uh, that you can take two states yeah. and put in oh, yeah. um you know what you make one and it'll See tell you that. what you what you'll you Actually, know, get me other i
0: think we've used that site it's, a, co- it's like
2: a cost of living yeah, adjustment yeah, yeah, between yeah, yeah. states yeah, yeah. so i just did that and i said okay i have to make x you know money a year to live there and you came and from so, ohio
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay. and so
2: i found a, a job that allowed me to do that
0: and here i came and was it less expensive here or more expensive. Uh, I found Ohio.
2: The, uh, the rent was more expensive. Everything else was less expensive. But it was offset by the fact that there, in Ohio, I was paying state income tax yep. and city income tax. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay, okay. So this is a pretty cool chart here. This shows median household income and median age over the course of several years check this out
1: in 2000 look at what the income level was look at the age of people moving in what we know is that today people are moving into our community to find jobs that are at a high
0: so what he's saying in in the year 2000 the median age for adults was 40.7 years old hold on let's let's do let's
2: do conan o'brien some justice and do it right
0: okay in the year 2000 (laughs) the year, level,
1: and they're bringing more income with them. They're also bringing more home equity with them. And surprisingly enough, there actually appears to be some millennials that are moving out of their parents' house because they appear to be moving here, right? If you look at the far right at 2016, the age at which people are moving in is dropping for every reason, and the LBGEA has been absolutely a leader on this, is the reality that we cannot create as many professionals as we need in this community
0: and this is an ongoing thing that he brings up later on in this talk. I'm going to pause dropping. it here just for a second to talk about these numbers. So median household income, at 2000, it was 36800 2006, 42600 2006 is about when things were going pretty crazy here. Oh, yeah. 2012, so after the, the crash, it was 42800 So slightly more than 2006. But then 2016... This is a little surprising given what it was in 2000. It's 51,600. This is a household income median. So it's almost, what is that, 80% more than 2000? Is that right? It's, all, it's not uh, quite twice. That would be 72. So it would be eh, 75% maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty significant increase. And then the, what I was surprised is the median age. Like I said, I've always thought of this place as being a place that retired people come. And it's, and it's that gets borne out, we've got... Uh, what's that place called in Henderson and and uh, you know what I'm talking about Sun Cities? There yeah. are three Sun Cities in Las in Las Vegas: Henderson, Summerlin, and Aliante. So a lot of retired people are coming here. Yet median age is dropping. In 2000 it was 40.7. 2012 39.3. And in 2016. It's 36.3. Uh, so, but, really, you know,
2: quite Q, a but go back to that chart for a quick second, and I'm sure. going to tell you why. I just. Uh, in 2000. I, I, the lo- charts, numbers can be deceiving when presented in, without context. True. When you look at the, the, the stats on the left, 2000, the med- median household income, 36,803. Yep. I just popped that into an inflation calculator. What do you think that comes out to in tw- uh, yeah, 2017? Yeah, 2017 dollars.
0: Well, that's 17 years at three points. Per year. Jesus. I love how you
2: act like you're doing math right now.
0: I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you should look at me. Hold on.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm, if I say some numbers, I so carry the two. I'm
0: going to say that's 20, carry the nine. What was that, 30?
2: 36,803. 50,000. 53, three twelve which was almost identical. That chart identical. said yeah, that it was, it was... numbers, please.
0: 51 point. So it's actually a little bit below inflation. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Look at that. That was good. Okay, Wayne. Apparently, you haven't had heat stroke yet. Life is good. Okay, very good. Way to go, Wayne. Okay. Uh, let's look a little bit at state uh, employment here. Now, um, there was a time back in 2006, 2007 that uh, basically anybody who wanted to work in Las Vegas got to work in Las Vegas. Looked in
1: 2007, Ooh. most of the folks here remember what 2007 was like. Jobs were plentiful, the unemployment rate was approaching 4%. Everybody that wanted a job...
0: And we were the fifth fastest growing state in the country.
1: You could find a job, uh, except perhaps for my brother-in-law, and, 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 and it was fine. right? It was good. Right, we were growing at 4.3 percent. We were the we were the fifth fastest growing metropolitan area. Excuse me, state in the nation. And here we look at it 2011. And then 2011, the world is kind of coming apart. Basically, all and hell broke only loose. only North Dakota has positive.
0: And so we had a we were the la- we were in last place of employment growth for 2011, minus 2.1 percent, versus the United States, on average, had minus 4 percent.
1: Right, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes there. We'll just leave it. Leave it there. And then now, 2017, and here we are again. Here we are again at the now the third fastest growing state.
0: Yeah, at uh, 3.3 percent, third fastest, and that's compared to the United States at 1.6. And if you look at the chart there, you can see the purple uh, is the guys that are kind of actually that graph color was not very well done there. Uh, but the, the purple guys, so us, Utah, Washington, Idaho, Florida, are the fastest growing states uh, in the country. Check right out
2: now. the geography skills on Scott. That
0: was pretty good, right? I felt like a weatherman then when they go, you know, the, the planes have a, uh, I'm mm-hmm. like, how do I know that? Because <laughs> I don't Up know. Up here in the planes.
2: Pacific Northwest, we've wow. got a 3% chance of employment growth. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. I felt pretty good about that. All right, okay, that's good. Right? Okay. Let's continue on. All right. Let's find out where the jobs are. Now, we have people in the live chat who have uh, been trying very hard to move to Las Vegas. Uh, Mike, uh, for one. And this really exposed, what I'm about to show you, really exposed where they think the huge deficit in jobs are, where there's huge growth here, and they are going to be way, way short for what they need.
2: Is this going to be better than the last time you exposed things?
0: You seem to like it with your fucking dress and your big girly. <laughs> so, okay, let's continue on and quit making fun of my exposures. I was acquitted. That's you were. That's all that matters. Hmm. Continue, please.
1: So we look at where we are in terms of having created all of those jobs, right? Here's our last peak. There it is in May of 2007, when we had about, uh, let's call it 940,000. So
0: not quite a million jobs in uh, 07. Today,
1: we're, let's call it 980,000. We have
0: so 980,000 jobs are happening in Las Vegas right now. What I want you guys to pay attention to is the graph on this on the right side. So there are five major areas that they see being huge job growth plays, and the first one is construction, and that number is actually low. Um, and then below that, professional businesses and services, leisure and hospitality, education and health, and financial activity. So. The good news is, if you are in the construction business, you're in a good place right now. Or if you're a construction right. worker right now,
2: 1.9 billion dollar stadium is about to need some people. That's right.
0: They're going to be. Do I have this coming up? I, he talks about. He talked about it. I'm not sure if I've got it on a video. I think I might. He says they're going to be 40,000 people short. 40,000 people for construction but
2: here's what's great about that is that is one of the biggest drivers of the local economy yeah because those construction workers do three things they eat yep they drink and they gamble
0: yeah yeah well i i don't disagree with that i just was really surprised that they were going to be that low and and part of that has to do with me living here right i remember when the economy was was horrible and construction workers were in deep shit I mean, they were leaving. They were moving out of here. I mean, and actually, there was a, I think, one out of every eight jobs that was in Las Vegas during the recession left.
1: One out of eight jobs, gone.
0: That's a problem. Let's look at unemployment.
1: Let's take a look at the unemployment rate, right? Our unemployment rate, of course, was always approaching 15%.
0: Yeah, that's brutal, by the way. So that's in uh, 2010. Between 2010 and 2011, our, our unemployment rate was just under 15%. That is Armageddon from a business perspective. And those of us who worked here, you know, saw that. Half of our friends were, you know, how many friends did you have? or How many people did you know? They may or may not be friends. How many people did you know whose houses were uh, foreclosed on? Um,
2: I know one... Um, one person for sure walked away from theirs. Yeah, uh, just because it was, which is uh, the same thing. I mean, he would yeah, have been foreclosed. Yeah. Right.
0: I had a friend who did the same thing. Yeah. After two years, he went rent free for two years.
2: Oh yeah, and now I knew a second. So gosh, I gotta think about it. Yeah, two years because I remember one guy just lived in it. It seemed like forever. Yeah. Um, and a, and a mutual friend would be like, yeah, that guy hasn't paid rent since. Yeah. You know, yeah. the
0: reason's interesting. I've I've talked to a couple of people about this. There's still a great number of houses here in Las Vegas that are. Uh bank owned
2: i've heard there's a huge number and yeah. and this has been particular something i've paid attention to because i'm about to get into the housing market probably the next three to six months and what i'm hearing in the underground is that banks are sitting on these 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 glut of inventory if you will yeah. and once prices get back up to the kind of those pre-recession levels the floodgates are expected though but you're going
0: to see where they are i'm going to show you a chart that shows where they are uh, but yeah, I've heard numbers anywhere between 20 and 40,000 houses. Um, and the reason is interesting. So if I understand this correctly, for every house, let's say they have a $100,000 house. And if that house is, if they're, if they're holding the house, they can go off and get a house
2: loan. A house or a coat seller for $100,000? Yeah,
0: well, I'm just trying to make the math easy <laughs> oh, okay. here. Uh, so if they have a house that's worth $100,000 and they hold it, they can then get a loan for $300,000. Basically triple the value of the home. So their, their working capital is three times what the house is worth, and that's why they're just sitting on houses. And what you're saying makes sense. Once it gets up to whatever they think is a reasonable thing, they'll cash the houses out because they're back up to what they think the houses are worth. So it's, it's an interesting, this shadow inventory is talked about a lot in the real estate world, but if you talk to most I mean I don't know if you've talked to a real estate person.: No yet. no yeah uh, no. but they don't really know much about this they know it's happening but they don't know anything about it it's because really business is weird. so good right now yeah it's, yeah the inventory which i don't think we talk about here but you know that the inventory for houses and you know, a healthy housing market the inventory should be three to six months yep and the housing inventory here is between less than two yeah and, or less than three or about yeah, two it's about yeah and and depending on the type of house mm-hmm. i mean for the, the lower houses for houses that are you know the 220 and below those things are going right now. Man. Well,
2: there's a, there was a quote in the uh, I believe Vegas Inc uh, today that uh, a house listed for two hundred thousand dollars here in Las Vegas is sold in
0: one day. Yeah, really. Well, our house—that's interesting. For the house that we sold in Aliante sold in forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. It was pretty cool. Now we didn't make the same money that we put into it. You know, we weren't underwater. We didn't owe more than what we got for it, but we didn't get what we paid for it with, you know, the house and the pool and the upgrades that we did. So we didn't make our money back, but it sold in 45 minutes. And that was fantastic. Okay, let's look at house price appreciation. This is what you're dealing with right now, Wayne.
1: This is 2004, excuse me, 2003 to 2004, arguably the peak of the housing.
0: Yeah, so they're saying here in 2004. This is Q3 2003, Q3 2004, and this is actually before we moved here. We bought in Q4 2004. No, we bought in Q4 2003. So that's actually that's right. So they're saying that uh, Nevada was number one appreciation at 37.2 percent, unbelievable. Is un- believable and he actually says that it's just ridiculous market
1: the prior peak of the housing market nevada was number one in the united states with annual appreciation of 37.2 percent if anyone believes that appreciation of 37.2 percent is in any way sustainable we can have a conversation after this meeting right okay it's just not
0: it's not and here's what's interesting about that number we saw it happen so house we had in Alleante, which was a nice house, but it was a modest house. It's four-bedroom, two-bath, about 2,400 square feet.
2: Mm. Um, Believe it uh, or not, that's it's a little uh, above modest. But, well, uh, you know, well, I'm an
0: yeah. elitist. You know me. Right. One percenter. Mm-hmm. Buick. Um, can handle the heat. Not mm-hmm. a big girl. Right. Don't wear a dress like nipple clamps. Anyways, I digress. Uh, so the house that we bought. Oh, thanks. doot, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Look at him being on top of shit. That a boy there, Nicky Nicky. Um, so the house that we bought, we bought it. We took possession uh, in August of two thousand five. In six months, it appreciated a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And I'm not saying we went to you know Zillow.com and it said. You didn't get his estimate. Didn't get his estimate. What actually happened was the builders of our house, which is D.R. Horton or D.H. Horton or whatever those D. R. are called, D.R. Horton, they built the exact same houses just outside of our neighborhood. So we were in Aliante, just outside of Aliante, they built the exact same neighborhood. Exact. Same houses, same sh- everything. And that house, our house, was $100,000 more. Smaller yard, as a matter of fact. And Melissa was saying to me, This is the greatest thing ever! We're going to be, re- I'm, I'm telling her, look, this is, this is, this, something's really weird here. Mm-hmm. This is not sustainable. And there are people moving into our neighborhood. I'm like, that person shouldn't here. There's something not right here. Something is not feeling good.
1: And then all hell broke loose. It's just not. Right, so now let's fast forward to the bottom of the market. We go from number one in the United States, we go all the way down to number 50.
0: And yeah, so from from 37% improvement in, in Q4 2008, minus 25.7%. That's
2: what I call a market correction. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was brutal. I mean, people were losing their houses, People were underwater for the longest well, cause time. Well, because people bought two
2: and three, and all of a sudden everybody was a, a flipper expert.
0: That's right. And, and, what was, and that's actually a really interesting point because uh, that happened in our neighborhood. We had a neighborhood of 170 homes. And, and it was at the time where people were buying multiple houses. One guy bought four houses, all four of them. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Just, what the... And it was just, it was completely crashing neighborhood values just crashing them some neighborhoods really bad you know some neighborhoods had ccrs and 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 whatever those uh, hoas that were you know kind of on top of things and ours was pretty good our neighborhood didn't go down too bad but there are some neighborhoods that look like ghost towns man it just looked you know tumbleweeds and it was kind of creepy quite Mm -hmm. frankly all right let's continue on
1: in the united states We dropped by 25.7%, of course, that's dramatic, everyone's concerned, so where are we today? The most recent numbers place us in the top five. Yes, I would prefer to be in the top 10.
0: Yeah, so this is Q4 2016, and they have us at number five at 8%. Typically, what you're hoping for is a 3% year-over-year gain, is what you're typically expecting from a house. This,
2: this is like Price is Right, the mountain climber game, like all over again. Mm-hmm. oh dee doo dee dee
0: da It's like, wait a
2: minute, wait, wait, there's no way that toaster costs twenty-nine ninety-five.
0: Stop, stop. <laughs> it's, it's happening. And, and what was interesting, you actually are in an interesting place right now. In that, well,
2: I, I know there's no air conditioning here.
0: In that, your your timing is is not really. I don't think it's really your fault. And what I mean by that is, so when when all hell broke loose and no one was buying houses, we had this glut of houses and no one was buying shit. And then eventually, people started buying houses. But but who were buying houses? Well, investors were buying houses, mm-hmm. and they were buying them for rentals. And. The houses that used to be a million dollars were half a million dollars. The half a million dollar houses were $230,000. The $230,000 you can get for $85,000. It was kind of crazy, but they were all cash deals. Because mm-hmm. the banks own half those houses. They were mm-hmm. like, that's fantastic. We would love to have your, your money, Mr. Crowell. Do you have $85,000 cash? You do, congratulations, you just bought yourself a house. Oh, you want a couple of them? Absolutely, mm-hmm. there you go. And that's what happened. So a lot of the houses that got bought were cash deals and uh, out of town cash deals, a yep. little bit of that going on. So, some interesting A lot of that going stuff. on. Yeah, yeah. And so, for folks like yourself, first time home buyers, you're kind of locked out unless you had $150,000 in cash that you're able to lay out. And nobody had, well, nope. Not many people v- have that Very kind of, few. Yeah, like I'd say almost nothing.
2: When cares. your median income is uh, $51,000 right. or 1, 000, uh, 068, you tend to not have, you know, three times three that background.
0: I said, right in my bank account. Oh, can I write you a check? Yeah. Absolutely. Who do Perfect. I make that out to? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is important to you as well. It speaks to uh, a new home market and uh, the pricing of these These homes.
1: are new home market closings. Right? How many housing units we are building and are being sold in the market? On the left-hand side of the chart is what it looked like when we were going nuts. Right, Over 40,000 housing units were being constructed.
0: Crazy, man.
1: Past 12 months, that number is 8,300.
0: So you can see in the graph there, yeah, back in 05, 40,000 and now today 8300 so a significantly lower number of new houses being born the median price is interesting it is almost back to where it was so back in 2007 it was about 300 just a hair under $350,000 this is a brand new construction and right now, March 2017, it's 333000 Again, this is a new home, not a resale home. Uh, but it's back to where it was both before, which is pretty surprising to me.
2: So what, what uh, Scott, help me out here. What, what, what am I supposed to make of this? As, as I'm someone who's looking to get in the market in probably the next three to six months, should I, I mean, those numbers are kind of, of disheartening. From someone in my perspective, because prices are going back up. Uh, everything is trending back upwards again. So so help me make some sense of this. What, what, do, you, what do you think I should do?
0: Well, I think you should buy. And, and that's why I asked you before we came on air, what's the delay? Mm-hmm. And you told me why, and it's, and it's a reasonable delay. What I, but here's the deal: this is not going to change for the next several years, and I actually think. You
2: think? Do you think they grow? You think eight percent? I don't think it'll be eight percent year over well, year. Is sustainable? The, the
0: problem with the no, it's not. But but the eight percent it doesn't it doesn't speak to all neighborhoods either. So, instance, uh, eight nine one hundred nine is dropping value, mm-hmm. which is kind of by it's a little bit. That's actually where Palace Station is. I, I forget where it. No, no, it's oh, I forget where it is. There are still neighborhoods that aren't doing as well as others, which makes sense. So I would argue probably...
2: That, that part of town's called North Las Vegas.
0: Well, I would argue probably... Um, what's the, the master plan community in the south, southwest? Uh, Mountain's Edge. Yeah. So my guess is they're probably doing pretty good. It's a super new, mm-hmm. young stuff. Not giant houses, smaller yards. So they're not the big houses that used to be being built here. So I bet you they're doing pretty well. Might be hard to get into that. So part of it has to do with where do you want to live? You know, what's in, you know, do you want to live in Hender Do you want to live in, in Summerland? Do you want to live Second
2: in, biggest city in uh, uh, right Nevada.
0: But, but I, so when we first moved here, mm-hmm. we really didn't know anything about the area.
2: Well, that explains how you ended up in Reno.
0: It did. It did. Now, <laughs> actually, it did in a couple ways. So Reno, South Reno, as you used to call it, which is Aliante, is a whopping 13 miles from the Strip.
2: Wouldn't as mean. the crow flies, yeah, yeah. not as the highway drives. No,
0: but 13 miles, to me, I grew up in Southern California. Fuck, if you didn't drive 45 minutes to anything, you, you it didn't, you didn't even exist. You were 45 minutes to everything. So we're thinking 13 miles is not that big a deal. And it'd be, actually, in the beginning, it wasn't a big deal until people like you started bitching about having to drive up there because you lived in Hender Tucky. Mm. And the actual real problem was the way the roads work here. Melissa... Basically, we lived at 12 o'clock. If, yep. if, the, if the valley is a clock, we lived at 12, and she works at 6. Mm-hmm. And there is no way to go down the middle of the clock. You can go halfway down it the middle of the clock. It wasn't great for
2: you either. You worked at uh, well, where, the, at where convention the, center they drive. punched the hands into the face. Yeah,
0: I, lived in, I worked at Convention Center Drive, and it wasn't great. Just, it was steps. About,
2: Just steps from the from Las, Las Vegas, Vegas strip. strip.
0: I remember that. Uh, it was about a half hour. It started off to be about 20 minutes, got to 25. When we moved, it was about 30. It was palatable. It was okay. But Melissa's commute was 45, 50. Mm-hmm. So it was almost an hour. And that's to, all of a sudden, that's a long 13 miles. It, well, she's not 13 miles. She's like 26 miles. But she had to go basically all around the outside of the clock on mm-hmm. 2.15 to get there. And that you know what? That shit gets old. Oh, yeah. It gets old. You're doing two-hour commute in Las Vegas. You're thinking to yourself, well, What happened? But, well, and, and yeah. that's what we thought. You moved to Reno. So we, we, yeah, and that's, then we realized, okay, shit, this is not working out for mm-hmm. us for a variety of reasons. We're going to move. And now we basically moved into the, in essence, the center of the clock.
2: No. So, you I know, I know that we're a little bit left the, the center. Or, we're off, we're like most things in your side. life, you're we're left, left of center. center.
0: You're right. Usually you're right at center. But uh, so we're like, we're just a little right of the center of the clock. We're kind of going towards nine o'clock, but we're not there. Yeah. So I am, you know, from my, my office, is uh, 14 minutes from my house, which is fantastic. I can get to the strip in about 17 minutes. It's fantastic. It's like, I'm in, you know, this is magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we took advantage of the value of this house. This house was worth a shit lot more money when it was back in 2000, whatever it was. We got a, we got a screaming deal on this house because our timing was pretty good. So what I would say to you is, save up your money and and buy you know i mean and i think it's probably a twenty percent play I'm, I'm gonna assume it is i mean i haven't bought we put down more than twenty percent on this house because we wanted to keep our our payment down but if it's still the twenty percent down kind of thing for a first time home buyer then i would just say this don't buy shit save the money and find a house and find a really good realtor and i've got one if you want one
1: because
0: hmm. that it matters we, you know we've seen good realtors here and we have seen just shit realtors here and it matters you know they ne- and it really matters in the negotiation play that matters you want I wanted a hunter I wanted somebody who was aggressive and not afraid and and we got one of those guys. When we, when we got this house. Now, the couple who we bought this house from was a nice couple. We liked them. They liked us. Mm-hmm. That was important because they had cash offers before me and they just didn't like them. So, it worked out. There, there were a couple who were like, you know, it's a damn shame you're leaving because we'd hang out with you guys. <laughs> we could party with you guys. You're fun. Uh, but I, I would just say, hey, look, figure out what you can afford and like, do you, are you guys doing... Like we were constantly had, you know, I don't know, Realtor.com or whatever, constantly popping out houses. Were you doing that?
2: Um, I'm I'm passively looking, so yeah. I'll get some free time before bed, you know, what have you. Uh, I'll pull out the, the mobile app and, and just see what's out there, see what things are going for, selling for. Just uh, just to get a, a kind of an outside perspective I haven't gotten in the weeds yet
0: have you do you know about you don't have to tell me this but do mm-hmm. you know about how much of a, how much house you want to buy? Yeah okay and and I'll t- I can tell you okay how much?
2: Uh, roughly probably th- between three and 350.
0: okay so that actually is a decent price I mean that's that's a nice house here that's a nice house
2: I mean if I can go below that, Absolutely, but that's a nice
0: house. Mm-hmm. So as you saw, the median house, median price for a brand new construction is 322. Mm-hmm. That's a good price. I mean, that's a that's a strong deal. So well, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, but your timing is re- is required to be what you you spoke about before. You can't move now. Right. Okay. Well, so what I would do is I would retain a realtor now and have them on the hunt and have them know that you're you're serious, but you've got a timing issue of you know a couple months or whatever the hell mm-hmm. is. Because they they're okay with that, they don't give a shit. You know they they're gonna create some automated stuff. You're gonna tell them, yeah, we want a four bedroom, two bath. We want a backyard. We want to be in Kentucky. We want to be over here. Start sending me ship. Because part of that is you want your realtor to know what you want, mm-hmm. right? So if you say, okay, today I'm ready to go, but now you've got to teach your realtor what you want, and that does take some time. Sure. And and if you've never bought a house before. There's language involved with how to talk to a realtor and say, "God damn it, I want this thing. This is what this is important." No, I can't have that. Those that language happens, and it happens with practice. So I would go find a guy and say, "Okay, look, I'm looking for a three, you know, four two hundred and fifty or twenty-five hundred square foot, mm-hmm. and Kentucky. Go, go find me shit, and they'll send you shit every day if if the houses exist. Sure. I want new construction. I want, I want, you know, retail." And start, you know, seeing what it is and start looking at houses Just start getting in there. And and I would just say, save money, man. You know, when we bought the first house in in California, we didn't do anything. We just saved money we wanted the house. It was super important. That that would be my 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 deal. But look, it's not going to get cheaper anytime soon. It's not going to get cheaper within the next year or two for sure see that's my
2: concern my concern is do all this i buy in let's say five months and you know uh uh, 24 months later all of a sudden here comes the market correction it doesn't
0: matter because that's what that was my thing about the house we had in aliante i didn't care that it crashed because i wasn't going anywhere i wasn't trying to flip the house Mm -hmm. i was going to live in the house all i knew was this I compared what I was paying for in Aliante with what I was paying for in California, and it was sixty percent less mm-hmm. i don 't give it i didn 't my house dropped significantly in value when I was in aliante i just didn 't care because i wasn 't going anywhere we were still okay now when we got ready to move because of the of the commute, then I cared but you're going to be buying at your first house. You're not, to, you're not going to live in Aliante.
2: No. Oh, gosh, no. So, I can't afford the plane fare so back and forth.
0: <laughs> that's not your issue. You're going to tell them, part of my criteria is I, I work here, and I'm willing to commute up to 20 minutes or whatever your number is. Here's the map. Here's the circle. Put houses here. So whether it drops or not it doesn't really matter. I mean, it actually, I think I got rid of this chart. But it showed, was this the one? No. It basically showed that over the last 20 years, the overall, the average increase of house values here is 3% year over year. Hmm. Because it went up and then it took a shit and then came back up. And over that course of time, it was 3% year over year. That's kind of how it works. So I would say engage this guy or gal. And, and let them know that you're serious about it. And then, you know, put the money away and, and get at it. Is what, it would be my thing. I'm going to show you the last chart, and then we're going to take uh, our next uh, segment. And that is, what percentage of people, here we go, live chatters. What percentage of people do you think, what, you know, what percentage of people uh, sleep in southern Nevada that are visitors? X out of X. What percentage of people who lay down their head in a bed where you can't play because you can see the chart. But what percentage of people who come to Las Vegas, or actually not, who lay or sleep in Las Vegas, what percentage of them are visitors?
2: Uh, well, let's see. Uh, two million people approximately in Las Vegas. The, the strip has approximately 193,000 hotel Look rooms. Look at you doing math
0: now. You're kind of so, like me pretending to do math. So uh, The <laughs> average
2: average occupancy per hotel room is probably two people, at 90% occupancy per oh, night. This feels good. 380 uh, I'm going to say 30%.
0: Okay. The One, in is 1 in
1: 6 people, 1 in 6 people that puts a head so, in a bed. About a little 20%. Not 15%. 15%. So, I over so 18%. That's how big our visitor economy is and that is bigger than almost anywhere else in the entire United States. Where are they coming this from? This is interesting
0: here. So where do people come from when they visit Las Vegas? 53%, 22.4 million people come from western states. 11 million come from Midwestern states, 11%, excuse me, 13%, 5.5 million come from Southern states, only 7% come from the Eastern states, those rat bastards, and 16%, 6.8 million people are international, and there's a push in Las Vegas to drive that number Western up higher. Western United
1: States, it's we want to get that room. international all the way up to 30, we're working on it, but we're setting records relative to visitation overall.
0: And that's it. That's what I got. Pretty cool stuff, mm, right? Yeah. I enjoyed. That guy was good even though he, apparently he thinks that the uh, Raiders thing is a good idea.
2: Oh, he's it's he's a, a big Oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, oh, they're
0: all trust me. They're all a big fan of that. There was part of his presentation was the Raiders thing. Mm-hmm. I left that out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't have that. That's just not going to happen. But you know what I can have is a drink. <laughs> <little> <laughs> It's time for Have a Drink on Me. It's part of the show where I show you a picture of a bar or a speakeasy or a pub, but not a club. They rhyme, but they're not the same. And I show you that picture, and then you send in an email to where, Wayne? To, do we
2: have a, oh, there it is. Look at that. Have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com.
0: VegasVideoNetwork.com. Have a drink at Vegas Video Network. You send in a, an entry, and then... We take them and we put them in a the hat and we pull them out and we pick a win. And now there's five ways that you can increase your chances to win. Chance number one, simply a correct entry. Mm-hmm. Here's the name of your pub, Mr. Whitney. Uh, and if you're polite, that's fantastic. Here's the name of your pub, Mr. Whitney. Uh, please uh, consider me for entrance. Oh, very good. We pop them in. One. Second, you have submitted an entry, and at the same time, you're in the live chat. What? That's right. We're going to give you another entry just because you're supporting our live Oh, FX. that's so nice of you. It's kind of sweet, isn't it? Number three option, you can send a video or a photo guess. Is it cooler out there? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, send a video or photo guest. We're going to put you in. Again, three chances to win. Wait a minute. What if you are the very first correct answer?
2: Then you get a pat on the back. And? Another chance another to Another
0: entry. And Gosh. if you send us an uh, intro video that introduces the whole show to this worldwide audience of ours, we give you yet another entry. That's five ways.
2: In addition to the fame and fortune you're going to get. Fantastic. I mean, don't try to go to the grocery store anymore because don't you're,
0: you're going to get recognized. I have had that happen. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I got free asparagus. Did you? That's a lie. Oh. <laughs> but it came so easy. I thought
2: you were going to say because you, you <laughs> shoved the stuff to down your
0: pants. That's part of the problem with people who talk to me. You know, that lying part comes very easily. No, it's not true. I'm not a habitual liar. I'm just a practiced liar. Now, what? what can they win? Well, that is a very good question.
2: Starting off with the Have a Drink On Me prizes, as huge per usual, the Vegas Video Network Visor. You can wear it on your head, you can flap it to kind of get some air circulation going in here, uh, and you will be stylish when you people recognize you at the grocery store. You can put the asparagus down and say, yes, yes, this is me.
0: By the way, this one is taken. I haven't shipped it yet, but it's coming. Oh, do you have more? Uh, not, not that color.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, colors may vary. Supplies limited. Call also now. Some of them
0: are black like my heart.
2: Hey, speaking of things that are black, and speaking of Scott's heart, uh, he put his heart and soul into this three CD set. Now, remember, you're only going to get one, so watch again for the next two weeks to get your set complete. But you can choose between Gajazathon, Christmas Acoustic, or Christmas Acoustic 2. Nothing will turn that black heart red like a little Christmas music in June. Hey, you can meet Scott and maybe Wayne if you're lucky enough. Say your tomorrow. prayers, take your vitamins. Yeah. And you will meet for a drink, preferably in Las Vegas, yep. uh, airfare and accommodations, not provided. Absolutely. That's right. Uh, but one drink, one Once. drink.
0: You greedy bastards, you.
2: Will be provided. Right. Unless you slip a little uh, the Rohypnol, a little Roofy, and right. Scott's drink, then maybe. That's what you want to do roofy
0: me. Yep. B. yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, unless you have three names, then you buy us a drink. Brand new rule. We're gonna spring it on Steve tomorrow. He doesn't know, but thank you very much, Wayne, for that. Okay, this was a tough one, ladies and gents. Oh, wait a minute! Almost forgot. But I didn't. Something magical happens for our people when they play, Mm -hmm. when they win, Mm -hmm. when they ask for one of these visors, and I actually ship it.
2: An increased tax bill?
0: Well, no, they're not that. uh, Well, no, no, they're okay. What they do is they, they put it on their head, like so. Okay. They take a photograph of that, mm-hmm. some sort of digital thing, preferably an Android, so it's actually a full 16 by 9 wide shot of so the piece of shits that we get from Android people now. I mean... Uh, oh, Freudian, Freudian slip, right? right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you send the picture to us, mm. and we put you... We take. Did you hear that? That was my 747 starting up. <laughs> I'm living a pretty good life right now.
2: <laughs> what do we do? What do, you, what do you do with those pictures, Scott? Do you, do you put them on your beautiful mind wall?
0: No. What we do is we put them into a category that's simply known as the galaxy of... <laughs> There's Steve. He already won once. Holy shit. I didn't even realize he already won once. That's what we're meeting tomorrow. Huh, how about that? Fantastic, Steve. You are buying us a drink next week. Hey, hey. And Michael and Robert and Robert. And Son and Hugh and Dickie and Bud and Alan and Eric and the people There used to be nudists, but not more. There's Bob and Bob's wife, and Danny and Shanna Jen and Craig, and then there's Glenn and Jimmy two please, and Rob, and they're in Hawaii.
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) and there's Stuart in Russia. And Pops and Sammy and Oh, we can't forget our two friends. And Chris had his baby, his name is Beaver of And Brett's dead, and your buddy's got it. There's more suction of there is. Red. What?
2: what is uh, That that next to last picture, the guy in the orange creamsicle colored shirt what, what? a sexy sexy man. Because right?
0: when you think sexy man, you think creamsicle. Oh, because
2: he was just oozing so much of it. The color of the shirt didn't matter. He's
0: probably oozing. It could have it been. Out. It could have been magenta. Been Eighty degrees out. He's probably sweating. No,
2: usually in the main house the air's on. It is on. It's there. a nice uh, about seventy-seven, eh, give or take,
0: mm-hmm. depending on the time of the year. Okay, 9 out of 10. This was a tough one. Here is last week's Have a Drink on Me. Well, last shows. Last shows Have a Drink on Me. Thank you for the correction. I stand corrected. And the uh, hints were Kumi, Kumi, Kumi at Mandalay Bay. So to those of you who sent in the correct answer, well done. Congratulations. You're in the running. There weren't many of you. though. There were nine of you, you just said. That's right. Not very many. The most we've ever had was like 30-something. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's begin. Our first winner. Oh, do you have your uh, pad and paper?
2: Uh, I do not, no.
0: What was that? Is
2: that not one? Oh, here's there's one. There's one here.
0: Oh, you that. Okay, you're all set. Okay, here we go. Brought to you by the good people at uh, IGT. IGT. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one, Kid Dakota. He wasn't the first entry. He was the first correct entry. So he gets one for the right answer, mm. one for being the first Correct answer. Ready for you to put it in? No, 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 go ahead. Okay, next up, Glenn Santa. We're going to be having some... Glenn's going to be taking... Now, Glenn's got it figured out. Glenn is going to be taking us to Hugo Cellar. Oh. Right? Pretty fancy. Now, he doesn't get... uh, Actually, he does. Put one in there because he's taking me to Hugo Cellar. Sometimes we have new rules.
2: Yeah, you said us, and I thought, oh, my invite must be uh, in my, waiting for me in my email. Wrong us.
0: Okay, uh, next up we have Gary Romburg, Mr. Testy. He gets one for the correct answer. He gets one for being in the live chat, and guess what? He brought gifts. He was our last Hadam winner that I actually showed up and met. Mm. I met him at uh, the Golden Tiki, and he provided three gifts for us. Gift number one was a lovely card. Indicating that I am as famous as those on the Mount Rushmore. And he said some very nice things about me.
2: Who's on the Mount Rushmore? I don't know if people can tell. Uh,
0: Yes, it was uh, Elvis, Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. the Rat Pack, and then the Vegas Sun. Oh. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And it says, I bet you never thought you'd make Mount Rushmore. He's correct. And then he said some very nice things. I saw Elvis twice. This is, by the way, this is a little unique. Because his nickname is Mr. Testy. Mm Mm-hmm. I gave him that nickname because he was being a little bit of a bitch mm-hmm. for a while. Okay. I'm complaining. I'm like, what? what? Come on. We're, mm-hmm. we're just a, a fun bunch of guys. Right. Cheer up. It's all friends here. Yeah. So I met him. Nice fella. Uh, and here's what he said. I saw Elvis twice at the LV Hilton. The LV signed numerous times and have been dealt blackjack by Joey Bishop from the Rat Pack. But I have enjoyed living in Las Vegas more times than those put together. Wow. This faithful Haddam participant expresses gratitude for living in Las Vegas, and the entertainment value spewed. <laughs> now, I'm not sure, spewed is the word that I would have used. Well, Maybe I mean, Mr. you've Testy. got
2: some experience with it lately. This
0: was easy. Uh, Mrs. Testy, Phyllis, is responsible for turning my concept into making this card. So she made me these cards, mm-hmm. or this card, uh, as your loyal, uh, oh, as is your loyal co-host Wayne, loyal Raiders fan, Gary Romberg, Mr. Testy. So, Raider Nation, Gary. Made me this card. Where you look a little
2: pouty. Like you, you look, you look, a little, you look a little, yeah, a little upset that you didn't get first billing, like Elvis. Like a,
0: yeah, well, he did. Well, he's okay. I'm gonna let him have it this time. Yeah. Uh, so he made me this, or the wife made this card for me. Then she made a bunch of cards for Melissa. Really nice, really nice handmade cards. Like you know, this kind of it was really cool. Hmm. And he brought you a gift. Really. Here you go.
2: Oh, look at the sea. My kind of guy. Look at this.
0: There you go. Your raider writing pad.
2: I'm gonna. This is gonna be special, man. I'm gonna leave this here, and every time Scott makes a mistake, I'm gonna write a little note down.
0: Oh, that's not gonna be enough paper. Okay. <laughs> so True. You got him taken care of.
2: Uh, Mr. Testy. Yeah, you did. did you, yeah. Did you put another one for
0: him? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna put a
2: couple oh, no, more. No, you, you got him. No, no, not get carried away. Well, this is. Come on now. You bribe the co-host, the guy who writes off the extra tickets. You're going to get an extra ticket.
0: Yeah, fair enough. What are you going to do? Okay, least, now, I'm trying to buy a house over here. Yeah, right. Point taken. Uh, next up we've got Paul, uh, who goes by Corden 954 and he won last week. Oh, which means what? Greedy? Mm. Bastard. No, I'm sorry Paul, that's not how it works. Technically
2: we, again, nobody uh, won three last weeks week ago. last, I know. yeah. Three weeks ago.
0: But, Paul, see this, we don't have this. We are not greedy people. You can't be in the galaxy of gods if you're greedy. By the way, this one is yours, Paul. Eventually, I'm going to mail it. Yeah, now I'm three weeks behind. <laughs> so what? I'm busy. I'm trying to, do st- I'm trying to r- deal with people who aren't crazy. What am I? I, I, I it's, it's your, this is yours. This will be yours. But you can't go in here and try to get more. Let's not be greedy, let's be giving.
2: Maybe he wasn't sure that he won because he checks his, door, his mail every day and there's no parcel.
0: Yeah, interesting point. Okay, that point was unnecessary. Let's not do that ever again. Uh, next up, we've got Monica Fagan, also known as Binky Fifty One, and Mike Beedy. and uh, we'll put that in there as way. Boink. Okay. Next up, we've got uh, AJ Holla, who says we put on a great show. Oh, I thought he was going to say holla, and then. VIP Donnie, who wrote, he is the unpretentious VIP Donnie. And then he wrote, this was sent from my 24 karat solid gold and diamond-encrusted iPhone. And I thought to myself, that's the only way that phone would be worth anything. Uh-huh. It's to be gold and uh-huh. diamond encru- Thank you, everybody. I'll be here all week. Mm-hmm. And then finally, oh, did I one I'm going to let you read this because I think this dude was on acid when he wrote this. This is Bill from Seattle. Go ahead. Bill from Seattle writes... <laughs>
2: Good luck with that. <laughs> well, Prince uh, Genoa and L- oh, well, I'm sorry, the the princes. Well, well, Prince Genoa and Lucha are now no more than private estates of the Bonaparte family. That no, mean, is that, do you know what that means? You just asked me to read it. God. You didn't ask me to interpret. Just read. I don't get it, man. No, I warn you that if you do not tell me we are at war, if you again allow yourself to palliate all the infamies and atrocities of this Antichrist upon my word I believe he is, I don't know you in future. You are no longer my friend, no longer my faithful slave, as you say. There, how do you do? How do you do? I see I'm scaring you. Sit down and talk to me. Uh, interesting, he uh, ends that with a single quotation mark. There's no uh, uh, first quotation mark. But then he concludes could not resist some real war and peace. So, that is a, I believe he's pulling a passage from war and peace. Oh. Oh, there's more. Uh, Was there more? uh, What was the the last two sentences?
0: uh, This week it's It's that what name of the restaurant? Uh, this
2: week it's Kumi Japanese Restaurant and Bar. Message received loud and clear. I'll keep these short. Good show once again, Bill,
0: in Seattle. Okay, Bill, we're going to ask you to uh, step away from the keyboard and maybe step away from the. He atmosphere. was
2: just bringing a little literary classic to the to the show. He sure
0: was fantastic.
2: Next okay. week, uh, actually two weeks, uh, tune in when I'll be discussing The Great Gatsby,
0: and I'll be discussing how to find somebody and put him in jail. We know how to do that. And we're about to... Here we go! Let's find a winner.
2: Oh, come on, Mr. Testy, Mr. Testy, Mr. Testy. Mr. Testy, Mr. Testy Please don't let it be Bill, because I don't want to have to
0: lose a fucking war peace. Ooh, this
2: one's been stuck. Uh-oh, this one's stuck to my hand. I like what this. What we got? What like do we, do we got? I like this. it is. And the winner, the first Haddam winner of June yes. 2017 is... There it is. is well, that's
0: very good, the way you did that. Hurry up, man. Let's go. <laughs> Bill in Seattle. Mr. War and Peace. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Bill, it's a good chance you won't be getting Bill, an email from it me. was the best of
2: times. It was, it was the worst of times. It's unlikely that you're
0: going to hear from me. All right, Bill. Let's look at our next have a drink on me. There it is. Here is our three hints. Hint number one. They could have named this place Winemaker's Barbecue. They could have named this place Winemaker's Barbecue. Hint number two. The restaurant that this bar is in has a self-described Mediterranean flair. Hit number two. The restaurant has a self-described Mediterranean flair. Hit number three. You got to go west in the valley to find this bar slash restaurant. You have to go west in the valley to find this restaurant. By the way, hit number four. Bonus hint. Melissa loves the lighting in this restaurant, says it's very flattering. Mm. If you know the name of this place, you're gonna send that email to have a drink at VegasVideonetwork.com. There we go.
2: Have you just realized that I mean, really, all the money's made with this face right here, and that's why you're just staying on this camera yeah, that.
0: Good call. Where were you? Why weren't you helping me? I'm all by myself. I'm alone in my little world. Hey, uh, thanks everybody for playing along and hanging out. If you want to send an email to our show, you can do so by sending it to onairq at livinginlv.com. Again, onairq at livinginlv.com. Let's say that you have a beautiful singing voice, and I always thought that you did. Well, you can send us a voicemail. You go to the Vegas Video Network website. You click that little red tab on the right side, and then you click Start Recording. because you have a microphone attached to your computer, guess what? You can leave us a magical voicemail. It's really just like magic. It's pretty special. Hey, you can catch us on a bunch of social media stuff, like Facebook, and of course, like the Twitter. But there's more to that as well. You can go us on iTunes, audio or video. And if you do, check us out. Out on iTunes, give us a five star review. Right, these. say
2: nice big Most what? people, most of our, our fans are smart. They're probably on the iTunes. They should, because it's an Apple That's product. Right,
0: or sure. Sure. they're trapped by some evil force known as the ghost of Steve Jobs. Hey, if you're checking us out on the YouTube, give us a thumbs up to share us with your friends. Or maybe you're on, you can find us on Roku with over 73,000 accounts in Scotland. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple, Google Fire TV, Google Play, and of course, The Vegas. Website. I'm your buddy Scott. And there's your buddy Wayne. Thanks to Nick for what did you do today,
2: Nick? Yeah, yep boy. That sounds like a complete uh, that's, list.
0: That's our Nick. Getting in there, making shit happen. Well, that that is comprehensive. He was in charge of the, the stream on Facebook, so if it went well, it was all because of me. If it went poorly, way to go, Nick! <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Oh, no, that's not true. No. See you in two weeks on the Living in Las Vegas podcast. Take care, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: God! I didn't record
2: it. I'm only doing it again if you put the air on. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Jesus
0: fucking Christ! I just killed the stream. Fuck that! Oh man. Well, I can actually take it from here, but fuck me!
2: Good thing I streamed
0: it. Oh, actually, it might be better there. You want me to stop it? Can I it now? I actually, yes, stop it. <laughs>